Good morning and welcome to I Got Your Radio Roundtable, where I'm your host, Kim Balthrop. And this is the place for real people with real issues serving a real God. And this morning, I want to come and just encourage you in the word of the Lord. Amen. And we trust and believe God for all things, praying that you are in a safe place. Amen. And you are receiving the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you are so um, um, adamant about protecting yourself and being in a place of um, continuous, continuous protection. Amen. Psalms 91 be your portion today. Amen. But I want to read a scripture today and it comes from Proverbs 22 and verse 1. 22 verse 1 through 4. And it says, a good name is rather to be chosen than great, great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and the poor meet together and the Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hide himself, but the simple pass on and are perished. Uh, excuse me, and are punished. But humility, but humility and fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. So if I was to share with you this morning, I want to let you know that God is your personal trainer. God is your personal trainer. The Holy Spirit is your personal trainer. And oftentimes we can even look at how many people go to the gym and begin to exercise um, and begin to uh, try to lose weight or to get in fit, man. And then um, um, you try to do it on your own and you see that there is really no um, no um, result coming. You don't see you moving fast enough into that direction in which you want to go in, right? So um, the gym always has um, the ability to assign a personal trainer to you. Whether that personal trainer be paid or free, the personal trainer is one that's going to prepare you, um, help get you to the point that you so desire to be. So um, when we look at that personal trainer, he is or she is an instructor, a coach, an advisor, a teacher, can be a mentor, can be um, a counselor. But one thing about the trainer is the trainer is very good at communication. The trainer is a teacher, um, an instructor, and you go to trainers for guidance and they constantly are overseeing what it is that you're doing um, to make sure that you stay on the right path. Amen. So um, overseeing, you have to be mindful that in being overseen, is that um, your perception or their perception is totally different from yours. Even when you get tired or frustrated and you don't want to no longer work out because it may be a little um, intense at times. Um, but the word of the Lord says that uh, weeping may endure for a night, but joy come in the morning. And when we look at that, we can look at Isaiah 6 and 1, um, where there's a perfection. Um, Isaiah sees himself in a place of perfection 
through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. But yet he's a process for him to get there because um, in the scripture, it also says, woe is me. So he has an identification um, concern. So in order to see God perfectly high and lifted up, we must identify with the fact that um, we have got to go through perception change. Our sight has to change so that we could see him and then we could see ourselves. Number two, personal means um, pretty much um, uh, one that's going to strengthen us and teach us and help us get to where we want to be. And that personal trainer is assigned directly to you. So if we look at the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is directly assigned to you. He's your paraclete. He's your comforter. And we must understand that in that um, um, assignment, you must know that God is in control. So he will train you, um, train your ears, train your heart, train your mind, um, train your ways. The footsteps of a righteous man is ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his ways. So there's a training that must needs come to pass. But I want to look at this scripture also in Genesis 14 and 14 says when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he walked his, he armed his trained servants born in his own house, 318 and pursued them into Dan. So even in that training, um, we see that there was an initiation, a practice that is what was put in place and established so that um, they, the men could um, literally pursue. So this same training, this same anointing, this same Holy Spirit is one that will pursue after you. Amen. And he will also strengthen you when you're weak. Amen. Just like he says, teach my hands to walk, excuse me, and my fingers to fight. Let my tongue be that of a pen of a ready rider. So the Lord wants to teach us and train us by his hand, his personal handiwork. We are the handiwork of God. So um, the communication um, anointing, uh, the trainer, he's good at communicating to us to turn left, turn right, to walk straight, to sit down, to um, move sideways, don't go in the street, come across it. He'll just lead us through training, but he gives us that knowledge and that understanding, that great and awesome wisdom of his. So um, when he is the personal trainer, he trains us how to tithe. He trains us how to pray. He trains us how to worship. He trains us how to read. He trains us how to study. The Bible says to study to show yourself approved. A workman need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. So he trains us. He walks with us. He lives in us. We become all that he is. Amen. So when you're looking at the training, I also want you to look at um, what we have. First uh, Kings chapter 10. We can look at chapter 10 and we can look at verse two. I believe that it says here. Um, let's see which one I had. I do believe. Yes, two. And uh, this is where Queen Sheba had come to see Solomon and um there was a concern and she came to prove him with hard questions. She came to ask him some questions. And verse two said, and she came to Jerusalem with a very great train with camels that bared spices 
and very much gold and precious stones. And when she had come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. So um, see that word commune. She began to talk, but she had a great train of animals, uh, excuse me, camels. Um, and this particular scripture, the word train means force, armed, power, uh, excuse me, wealth. Um, so she came with some authority. She came rich. She came to bless the man of God. So when we look at that word train, that's a powerful word as well. Um, in that context, because Holy Spirit being the comforter that he is, he is the wealth. Um, he is all that we need. He is the arm of um, he is the arm of the Lord. He is the force to be reckoned with. He is the power. The Holy Spirit is so powerful and anointed. Um, and he is magnificent. We can look also at Proverbs. Um, let's go to 22. Proverbs 22, kind of moving backwards to our original scripture that I read. But I only stopped at um, verse 6. We're going to go down, um, sorry, to verse 4. We're going to go down to verse um, 6, where it says, um, To train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The word train means to disciple, um, to dedicate. Um, there it means to um, raise the throttle, amen, to uh, literally narrow the thought process. Um, to, In other words, um, we are in the world, but not a part of the world. So our mindset has to become more narrow in the things of the Lord. And yet we can um, not be so heavenly minded that we're not earthly good, but we're able to receive of the Lord and the kingdom of heaven to which it looks. Amen. So um, here we got Isaiah as well. And I'll go back to the other scripture in a minute. But I just want to share with you these levels of training that God would allow us to go through. And oftentimes we don't understand why we are going through some things. So Isaiah 1 in the year of, I'm sorry, Isaiah 6 and 1. In the year of King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. So the word train here means um, skirt, his edge, um, the hem. Um, so here you can see uh, it's the bottom of such. So there are different dimensions in which the Lord will begin to minister to us through training of the Holy Spirit. And he shows us in different angles as to what it is that he looks like. He, Our sight is really, really important. Our sight is really, really important when it comes to um um, looking at the Holy Spirit, receiving of him, thinking of him, processing who he is. Um, he will download us um, into, uh, download his mind into our mind. He'll take our mind and give us a new mind, a new heart. He'll give us, but what we wind up doing is unlocking the new us, the new the new you begins to come out. Your your vision begins to change. You begin to see him the way he sees you. Amen. And then you all 
you um, ultimately will have this new boost of courage, this new boost of confidence, this new boost of determination, this new boost of favor, this new boost of being um, unapologetically you, not ashamed or regretting who you are. You'll have this new boost of energy, this new boost of obedience. You'll get up and become the prophetic breed that God has called you to be, and you'll be able to rest and, and soak in his presence, and you'll take no thought for tomorrow what you're to eat or to drink. Amen. But you'll walk in this braveness and this bold tenacity. Amen. Receive and completing assignments that God have called you to do as you're walking through the process. Amen. The Lord will begin to raise your self-esteem from a place of lowness, but to a place of um, adequacy. He'll leave you to a place and lead you to a place of total submission. Amen. Um, and then you'll find your gifts beginning to work. They begin to um, um we begin to begin to birth out what it is that God has called you because to do because you're rising up and you begin to prosper in the things of the Lord as well as not being in bondage but taking on new territory and ex, um, crossing borders and expounding and exposing um, the real you. So um, today the Lord is really in a, uh, wants to teach us his way. He wants to show us his way. He wants to demonstrate who he is in us and through us to other people. So he'll able, he's able to now stretch and give us more latitude, give us more uh, furtherance, taking us into more of a deep place in him, the place that we so long to be in. Amen. We become a catalyst for the Lord. Amen. And we won't compromise what it is that um, the um, the Holy Spirit has us to do. But we will walk in the door, the dogma of the word of the Lord. And um, as we're serving him, he's continuously preparing us and he's training us and raising us up to be all that we can be in him. So that's we have to understand that even in the midst, Jesus taught and prepared the disciples to serve to as in washing feet, he um, serving and feeding. He, he taught them how to love their brothers as themselves. He taught them about warfare. He taught them about um, poverty and wealth. And in the midst of that, they were obtaining the pattern of the Holy Spirit. They were learning um, how the Holy Spirit moves. Amen. That he is such a gentleman that he is. Um, and in all of this, begin to to walk and live in this healthy place, to live in this healthy place in him. And that's where God wants us to live. He doesn't want us tied down, bogged down and beaten down by the cares of life. Amen. And if you, um, um, once he wants us submitted to one another in love and in truth, but we also got to remember that in Matthew 18, I'll read it as such at the same time, um, came the disciples to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as a little child, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. 
whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same as the greatest in the kingdom. And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whosoever offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it was it were better for him that a millstone were hanged around about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. And he says, woe to the world because of the offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to the man to whom by, by whom the offense comes. So even in this capacity, we're having to come to a place of a childlike status. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit would train us, amen, to walk in obedience to his word as children of God. And this is how important we, the children of God, are to him. Um, so when we think of ourselves as being any less than what we're doing is um, we're really saying, Lord, I don't believe what your word says. Amen. So I, I don't really understand. It's not that um, I don't believe it, but I also don't understand what your word is relating and, and revealing to me. So now you need to have clarity. And this is where you spend time in the word and begin to expunge, expound. And then you begin to um, go into the depth things of the Lord. So this word child in verse two, um, it's it's uh, infantry. It's um, a half grown boy or immature Christian or damsel is what it's called here. So when we look at that, we begin to say, OK, Lord, you're talking about the immature. Just as he's talking about the widows, he just loves those that don't know. Um, it's it's in the Bible says it's better that you didn't know than for you to know. So he's talking about the wounding of the of the innocent, pretty much. But he says, verily unto uh, say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children. So there's a way that we need to approach Christ in our mindset. We need to come back to the to the Lord, Amen, and begin to do. Um, that saith the Lord, um, in a childlike mindset. I know oftentimes we can become big headed. We can begin to think that we know everything, but in essence, we don't know anything unless the Holy Spirit reveals it to us. So we come to a place of total submission and we begin, amen, to depend on the Lord. But he also gives warning and credence to those that would offend those that are immature and take advantage of the innocent and take advantage of the immature children. Amen. So the Lord will show us um, uh, that he will deal bountifully for those that will um, offend one of the little children. He said, it's better that a millstone be hung around your neck. It's better that you didn't and pretty much never knew him because he'll, there is a place for people as such. So um, I just wanted to come and just um, really share a word from the Lord. And um, I wanted to let you know that you are a champion today. And every champion has its own story. Every champion um, runs his own race and finishes. Every champion goes through some type of training. Every champion um, has a champion anointing within. And the definition of champion is a person who fights 
or speaks for other people in favor or uh, of a cause um, for equal rights. Amen. A person who accepts as better than um, that is better than all, but yet um, understands its place. Amen. But also is a winner and oftentimes comes in in first place in every competition. So I want to tell you also is that we, the body of Christ, we are the champions of the Holy Spirit. We are the ones of God that um, he has called us to be and to do and to become all that we need to. Amen. And we should thrive to be champions every day of our life. So our prayer today is um, uh, Hebrew chapter 12 and 1, he says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with uh, so great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So, if I was to leave anything with you uh, today, that would be the word of the Lord. Remember, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he would never depart from it. That means to disciple, to dedicate, to narrow, and to release the throttle of the Holy Spirit um, into their lives by encouraging and exalting the word of the Lord in your children, in those that you see um, that are falling, failing, um, that are in an immature state. Um and the Bible says that if any man lack wisdom, let him ask. So remember, this is Kim Balthrop. I'm signing off. Amen. This is I Got You Radio Roundtable, a place for real people with real issues serving a real God. Have a wonderful day. In Jesus' name.